Hey everybody, welcome back to another podcast of The Outside Edge, a podcast about all things water sports, the good, the bad, and the ugly of the stories from back in the day and the future and where it's going to go next. I'm your host, Dave Briscoe, aka The Rooster, and I've got my fine feathered buddy all the way from Minnesota up there in the cold there. Dan Olson. Oh, hey, dear. How's it going, oh, guys? Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> Dan, what you been up to lately, bud? Uh, just traveling for work, you know, just trying to live life. Got married a little bit ago, so married life is awesome. So and... traveling's way more important now. No. No, being home's more important. Aw, newlyweds. So nice. What do you think of this? I, my, my fearless producer. If it wasn't for this guy, you wouldn't be listening to us. I love him very much. Mikey Lee. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Uh, married life, man. Uh, good luck, buddy. Good luck. <laughs> you were married once. I was, yeah, for a whopping two years. Yeah. And I'm a very traditional person, so I was not wanting to get divorced. But it turns out it doesn't matter what one person wants. It has to be <laughs> what both of them want. And I think that's BS. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you're single. <laughs> that's exactly why I'm single. Uh, I am perpetually single probably because of that attitude right there. Yeah. <laughs> it Dan, doesn't matter what I want. Right, right. Dan, your wedding was uh, down in Puerto Rico, wasn't it? Yep, Rincon, Puerto Rico, actually. A little sleepy surf town on the west coast, and right on. it was awesome. I it heard was... your uh, dad got a little wild. Dad learned how to breathe fire at my <laughs> wedding. <laughs> like, what? legitimately learned how to breathe fire at my wedding. Are, and... you, are you talking about, like, the putting the alcohol in the mouth? Oh, and yeah. Doing the yep. Oh, yeah. Full wow, on. that's awesome. Yep. So got a couple of friends that learned how to do it for a water ski show skit. And then now that's their party trick. So obviously those guys got my dad into getting the into the some mischief along with those Very same nice. along with those same guys got my dad into jumping off a second story balcony into a, <laughs> about a four and a half foot pool so dad dad had a good time <laughs> dad's reserved like like, yeah, wow. pilot. yeah dad's, a... dad's very reserved but also a great man and a he I, I love him to death and he's uh even even mom got in got in the pool everybody uh slowly and then bride's parents uh got in the pool as well and everybody kind of was like no holds bar and it's like a baptism. After uh, I don't I don't know if I'd call it that, but after uh, after those get after we kind of set the tone, it was out of the seventy four people that were there. I think it was about sixty eight of them were in the pool by about nine o'clock. So it was a good good little time. Sixty eight people in one pool. In one pool. Uh, it's yeah. How is that okay? I bet there was some blue dye floating around. <laughs> Uh, no, but it was all good, though. So it That's was awesome. great, man. Well, congratulations. I hope yours works out better than mine did. Um, uh, <laughs> you know, that's all I had to say. That's yeah. all? I'm just okay. heartbroken. That's all. all no, right. I'm just kidding. No, I'm kidding. I'm not heartbroken at all. Screw her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you need a new ex-girlfriend yeah, yeah. song. The ex-wife song now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he needs no. to graduate. Mike writes a few songs, and uh, they're good. I've... I've Playing myself once in a while, and uh, yeah, they're, they're solid. Yeah, well, maybe we could do that whenever we get the Patreon going. We can throw some of those together, like songs that you and I do together. You know, so I have been getting requests on some of the crazy stories. Yeah, because everybody's you know, I mean, I had a long run in the industry. You have and, you have a name within the industry. Let's put name. it that way. So, of doing of doing these songs. Of, well, of some stories. Of, oh, some of the yeah. old stories. So uh, you got we'll a name. Say, we'll out- say, yeah, we'll say more R-rated. Yeah, you've got you've got a name outside the industry as well, for that matter. I mean, <laughs> right. come on, yeah. 
You just have a name. So let's <laughs> just put it at that. You just have a name. Right. You are known, sir. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. But maybe not always in the best way. So that's what we're talking about, right? So we're talking about maybe doing a, uh, a, a bonus episodes. Right. Yeah. And uh, we'll have a Patreon account. And, I mean, uh, at the end of the day, I mean, well, you're not doing this just to stroke your own ego. I mean, you got to make some money at it, right? Have you ever sure. met Dave? Yeah, <laughs> well, there's probably that as well. Uh, but yeah, you know, you, you get the Patreon, you get the uh, 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 some, some sponsors, sure. and uh, you know, some bonus uh, episodes, yeah, the, yeah, stuff bonus. That, the stuff that the real dirt everyone wants to hear, right? Yes, right. exactly. Yeah. yeah, we've got so I've got a, I've got a buddy that wants to come on. I don't know if I should give the little teaser. His his initials are SB. Uh-huh. Uh huh. SpongeBob. No, it's not SpongeBob. No, no. I just keep it. I'd keep it at a. Let's, let's just, keep it a little. Uh... We'll just leave it there. Yeah, leave it there. <laughs> okay, we'll leave it there. Just tee it up. Tee it up. Let let him let him hit the big bomb drive. It's a big deal. It would be. It's a big deal. He's big, big, big guy in the industry. You mean? Okay. All right. Well, that's good. That's good that you have those contacts. Leave the teaser. Yeah. (laughs) So anyway, uh, we're gonna go back to some of the questions that I had from uh, Facebook. And uh, a lot of great questions, guys. I really appreciate it. Please keep throwing them at me because it gives us stuff to talk about. And uh, I know there's a lot of people out there that are passionate about the sport and have questions that we can hopefully help you with an answer. And the one topic that I really want to talk about today is um, buying product. Uh, It's so important that you support your local shops. And, uh, you know, Dan and I were talking about this in depth um, there's so many shops that are going out of business now because everybody's buying stuff off the internet. And, yeah. You know, the problem with it is what happens when your binding breaks or what happens when your fin breaks or, you, you know, uh, you get a delamination in your board. You know, you really need your local shops to, to support you on this and take care of your product. And you can't be buying a board off the internet and then bring it into a dealer and asking them to warranty it for you. I mean, it's not fair to the dealer. It's not fair to anybody. I mean, you've got to support your local dealers. Dan, what do you think about this? Yeah, I mean, obviously, everyone has... The online industry is the online industry, and it's not a bad industry. It's not a bad thing to be a part of. And it's, it's not going away. It's not going away. We all know that. We all we all see it. I mean, it's, it's not going away. Um, but there's... A phenomenal amount of very good online accounts and dealers that do really, really well. And yes, if you need to buy online, you need to buy online. But also, yeah, support your local pro shop. They're going to be the most knowledgeable staff in it. You're going to be able to get the best support. They're they're in talks with their manufacturers, with their reps, everybody on that end, so they can they can help you out um, along with fitting you in the right gear. That's the biggest thing. It's I mean, yes. Everybody buys clothes online now, but you still need to you still need to measure yourself. And the best way to do that is to go into a shop, measure yourself, get fitted, and really be able to touch and feel the products. It, yeah. There's so many new advancements in all of the product that you just really need to make sure that you're getting the best the best product out there and make sure that you're developing that relationship with that local yeah. pro shop. And that local pro shop can be anywhere from a mom and pop store all the way up to kind of more of the major, the major places, but get that FaceTime, build that relationship and make sure you go into their doors. It's important, man. Like even if you're spending, you know, if it costs $10 more or $20 more, it's worth it 
to have that guy taking care of you. Absolutely. I mean, I, I I'm kind of speaking uh, again from my roller skating days. Yeah. But we always went to the pro shop to talk to the to the guy behind the counter and say, hey, how do you help us? Like, we need to know how to make our trucks get looser or whatever. Yeah. You know, what kind of wheel do you think with my style of skating or whatever? It was the same thing. There was a pro shop. My question is, where are they? I don't. I don't. I'm not driving down the road and seeing a, a wake or water sports, uh, you know, <laughs> pro shop on every street corner. Where do you find them? Yeah, they're everywhere. They're, I, mean. They're, I mean, they're still they're still around. There's yeah. definitely they're 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 around. The best the best way to go about it is if you have a brand that you're that you like or you're interested in, go onto their website, find their dealer locator, and it'll pop up just like any other product that you're going to go buy. You can find it that way. Uh, Google searches, obviously, um, reaching out to to those companies, the the manufacturers, they'll they'll direct you in that right that right way, and it's it, they're easy to find. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're easy to find, and you know it's not just boards. You know, I know we talk a lot about wakeboarding on this, but you know, I'm an avid water skier too. I still slalom ski in the course. Uh, I still barefoot. You know, I'm still into all this stuff. So I actually, I, I'd love to see more people hitting every aspect of the sport instead of just getting into wakeboarding. I mean, you're going to get better on the water everything you do. You know, nobody trick skis anymore. I put my kid out on trick skis. He's 23 years old, and he got on a pair of tricks, and he's loving it, like doing side slides and turning backwards and, you know, just stuff that we used to do as kids and just having fun. I do barefoot skiing still. Uh, easy. You don't need to that, punch yeah. the mic. You don't need to. Easy. I'm being attacked by my own mic. <laughs> I, I do. Uh, I do barefoot water skiing still, but it's usually because my skis fell off and I forgot to let go of the rope. And that's a forehead plowing. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's, that's <laughs> forehead skiing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, I do that, that quite often. Yeah. You have a five head. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do. I do. If I were to do a headstand, if there was a way to figure out how to do it on my head, I could probably do it. Yeah, I got I, enough surface area. Maybe up you here. could clench the handle with your ass cheeks. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I don't know. There's the rooster we were waiting for. <laughs> it's gonna get that way eventually, yeah. you know. A little more PG thirteen ish. I mean, right. that's still PG thirteen. Yeah, right? yeah. Ass. But he has an ass. <laughs> But yeah, I or mean, was it, clench. It, was it the clench? It, 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 the, the word clench. Oh, that I was it. more worried yeah, about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like you said, Dave, everybody should get out and do every form of toad water sports. Whether it's, I mean, you can. There's so much fun stuff to be had yeah. out there. I mean, even grabbing a saucer and a, and a chair and a ladder, and people are like, "Whoa, you can you can you can stand on a sheet yeah. of plywood with Make a chair." Make sure you put a life jacket on the ladder. <laughs> on the ladder, yeah. yeah. Because oh, it, because it or, sink. or you just use a wood ladder. You could oh, use there a you go. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking. Are you being serious right so, now? So yeah. yeah, so if you cut a sheet of plywood in a circle uh-huh. and put a ladder on it, you can ride it at about like seven, eight miles an hour behind the boat. And climb the ladder. Yeah, and climb the ladder. How are you gonna ride that? No. Yeah, sure. Yeah. What? Yeah, you get up with a ladder and hand. Yeah. You get up and you're riding with one hand. Yeah. You set up the ladder. Uh-huh. You climb the ladder. While you're right, wakeboard. The, next time, just, the next time I come to your house, we're we'll doing do it. this. Oh, we'll do it. Absolutely do it. And by we, I mean you're doing it. No, I'm you're going to do pictures. it. No, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. We'll vlog it. Yeah. You're going to we'll need a big-ass sheet of plywood. That's yeah. what you're going to need. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, not if you're on your head. <laughs> That'll help, I guess. Right, yeah. Right, right. You could even do a headstand on the saucer. <laughs> okay. All right, then. There you Fine. Go. Uh, I have a question for you guys. Yeah. Yep. Um, 
I know that we've talked a little bit about how you guys have met. Yeah. Uh, do you have like one of those great stories, Dave, about Dan and vice versa? Dan, do you have one of those great stories about Dave that you could share? Oh, we got so many. So yeah. Dan came to me when he, you know, he sat on the last cast. He was six years old and he wanted to jump. His bro- he's 10 years. His brother was 10 years older than him. And I coached his brother quite a bit. And unfortunately, his brother passed away. At uh, tw- he was twenty two, three, twenty four. He was twenty four. Oh, no, yeah. It was sad. sad. It was a sad deal. He actually he drowned in uh, in a. It was just a sad, sad. Yeah, deal. it sounds like it. I'm sorry, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. It was tough. But uh, Tim was an amazing skier, and he skied at the gardens, and he learned a lot of flips at, at my place and my jump. And uh, Dan obviously wanted to follow his brother's footsteps, but I wouldn't let him. I was holding them back because he was only six. And my fear is their knees aren't developed yet enough. And if you have a good enough impact, it screws up his knees. I mean, he's going to screw up his knees anyway. Right. So why do it at six? Let's, well, let's hold back a little bit. So and, we waited until we were eight. Yeah. <laughs> we did. Let me put it, it that way. We, okay. Gotcha. I lowered the we, ramp. Yeah. We lowered the ramp down a bit, I think. Right? Didn't we lower the ramp first? Well, yeah. Time? I learned how to jump up at my home ski team. Um, we, were, we were with Little Crow at that time. Right. It was actually, that's what got, we kind of went over for a, can't remember if it was, it was like their last show of the season. We were skiing with another ski team. We went over to Little Crow. To, uh, my parents were both heavily involved in the water sports industry. Um, now they both used to ski back in the day. Now they yeah. both judge and dad sits on some of the boards, but um, still actively involved, just not on the water per se. So we went over to uh, Little Crow water ski team out of New London Spicer, Minnesota, a little western town. And um, they, they knew that I kind of wanted to jump and the show director was like, Oh, we'll teach him how to jump. So I learned how to jump initially do ride overs up there. And then that fall winter, I came down to ski back with Dave. I was already wakeboarding with him, that kind of stuff. And I was like, I learned how to jump. And he's like, Oh boy, we opened that can. Yeah. Like you could see, yeah. you could see. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, so now we have to actually teach this kid. Yeah. This is yeah. so. He wanted to learn helis and uh, and flips right away. And my rule has always been, and I still think this is a good rule to this day for anybody out there that shows skiing. Learn how to jump first. Learn how to cut at the ramp. Learn how to have control. And the rule used to be at Cypress Gardens when I started there in '87. You had to jump 100 feet before you could do any tricks. Where you can do helis or fronts or anything else. And it teaches you how to have edge control, how to how to get in the air, be in control of yourself, be over the skis, land properly. Because when you start doing helis and flips and gainers, gainers you need to cut at the ramp. You need some speed to be able to do the trick and get around. And if you didn't learn that base first, it's gonna bite you in the ass. It's gonna and people get hurt and then the sport starts to decline again. So uh, it's it's really important. So we were doing that with Dan. I, I had a hundred foot ball out there, and he was pissed. Like I was, <laughs> he was pissed. I would not let him wrap up. Like if it wrap up, I'd pin him. I'd yeah. pull the trick release. Pin him means the <laughs> and yeah. Oh, yeah. you pull the pin on the rope. Uh, yeah. yeah, and then he goes down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. So I couldn't. And and I remember being so frustrated as a kid and just pouting and just like normal kids would do. Like yeah. didn't get my way. I'm gonna be mad about it. But thankfully, over much to my dislike i went back that winter um and actually started three eventing and full-on went in and was a long distance jumper and a three eventer for a season and a half um basically because was told by every coach out there they wouldn't touch me until i learned how to jump at least close to 100 feet i was i think i was doing 75 80 and then finally dave's like okay you know what you're doing like you're 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 capable and so come around to be about eight and a half nine years old and that's when i finally started to learn how to do helis and 
that kind of stuff. But what's a heli? A helicopter? Like three sixty? The three sixty? Yeah, gotcha, yeah. yeah. You're See, look, I'm learning, man. Yep. I am learning. Yeah, look at you. I'm telling you, man. Uh, by the end of this, I'm going to be a damn expert. You're, you're going to be something. I'm so. going to be on the board and judging, just <laughs> yeah, like his yeah, on the ladder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the ladder? No, I'm not getting on, I'm not getting <laughs> on that ladder. <laughs> You've lost your damn mind. Yo, one of the funny but, stories I had too, Dan, is when we um, Tim's ashes. Do you remember that story? uh at lake roy yeah, or lake roy, yeah. He, so tim's you know he, he we had to we had to spread his ashes and uh-huh. so we, we we bring some out you know just a little bit and we, yeah. were, we were sitting there it was just dan and i and we we're like well, it was actually after because i was a collegiate wakeboarder at the time and i think we just got done you were, just got done coaching me that's right because i was back i was i was competing going to nationals yeah. that, like next weekend or i think whatever, your so. mom brought the ashes yeah. over yeah my mom and was like, oh, you two need to do this since the whole. Yeah. So was, we went out in the middle of the lake, and we we're like, well, should we just, you know, say something, or just throw them in, or, or should we go down the lake wide open, screaming and yelling as loud as we can, and <laughs> waving his ashes in the air? <laughs> and that's the one that won. I was yeah. Yeah. Please tell me yeah. that's the one that you chose. Well, <laughs> well, and there's more to this story, though. Go ahead. Not only does do we wave it around, but. In typical Tim fashion, just to show who's boss. I teabagged his ass. <laughs> oh, God. No. no that's not no. it. No, that's okay, not true. No. Okay. But they, we we're going down the lake, dumping them out, the whole nine yards, and the next thing I get is nothing but face full of ash right <laughs> into it. And I was like, thanks, Tim. Yep, got it. Like One last big yeah, joke from Big Dave, Brother. Yeah, yeah, and Dave's yeah. just dying laughing because he's like, oh, it's totally Tim just saying I still got one up on you. Don't ever think that I'm not looking out. So... That's awesome. Yeah. You just put his ash in his face one yeah. more time. <laughs> one more time. Hey, hey how you doing? Oh. <laughs> He'll be here all week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So well, we got a few stories from back in the day. It's been a hell of a run, huh, man? It's yeah. Been, it's, it's been a hell of a run. It's been a heck of a run and definitely can't, wouldn't trade it for the world. I mean, this right. industry's given given us both so much and the friendships we've made and, I mean, the, the countless people that have reached out. Traveling. Yeah, we got, tra- we've traveled the planet for yeah. For a sport, yeah. you know, for for rider, for yeah. literally riding around with two sticks on your feet. Yeah, think right, of it that way. Right, literally right. got to travel the world, make a living, and like travel yeah. around riding with sticks on your feet. Like, yeah. how crazy is that? Well, let me ask you another one other question. I know this is turning into me interviewing you guys, <laughs> but um, but like, how? Okay, so uh, you were talking about you know ripping ass down the down the lake and i heard you guys talking off of the uh, before we started recording about uh you know that's kind of become a problem i guess in the industry well here's the deal you know you gotta have some common sense in your boat the boats are expensive now right i mean you're, you're looking at to, to get a brand new high-end tow boat you're looking at over 150 grand uh, up around pushing 200 grand now and these boats have tons of ballast in them and they have loud uh, sound systems Right. So when you get on the lake, the first thing you want to do is go find the calm water. Right. Right. And the calm water is usually close to shore. Mm-hmm. The problem is these wakes are so damn big now. You got to be conscious of what your wakes are doing. You know, if you see a guy out working on his dock, don't go plowing by and have this guy banging his head against the dock <laughs> as he's trying to work on it. You know, or or if you see a boat that's not tied up properly, you got to be conscious of this stuff, because what's going to happen and it's starting to happen is the homeowners are getting pissed and they're starting to complain. You, you are responsible for your own wake, whether you know that or not. When you go by in a boat and if your wake does destruction to property, that's your problem. That's you. You're responsible for that. You're going to pay for that. 
So you got. I mean, they got to catch me first. No, they got to catch yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> but don't be that guy. I just, know, just know, be, I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. yeah. So and, and it's not just the wake. It's it's the music. You know, too. You just got to be conscious of it. You, there's there's plenty of good water to go ride in and go find. You got to do it, or it's going to kill our sport. I mean, they're they're trying to ban. In New Hampshire right now, they're trying to ban ballasted towboats. So, is there like a like a list of rules that people need to follow? Yeah. There is a list of rules, Mike. <laughs> In fact, let's segue. The rules of the rooster, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. This segment is dedicated to the idiots out there. That don't that do stupid things. Don't be a dick. Rule number one: Don't be a dick. Make sure you're far enough away. Now, a lot of people don't realize your water depth is important for making your wake. Okay, sure. You, you need 20 feet of water to make the biggest wake you can get. Anything over 20, you're fine. It's gonna be the same. But you start getting under 20, and you actually get a ground effect. It's just like when an airplane lands, and you get that cushion of air that cushions the plane before it leaves lands. The energy coming off the bottom of the boat deflects off the bottom of the lake, and it actually lifts the boat. So if you're in 10 feet or shallower water, your wake is getting smaller and smaller. So, And plus you're pounding the shoreline of everybody's property. What do they call that? Yeah. Being a dick. <laughs> Just being a dick. Don't yeah. be a dick. Don't All be right. a dick. Don't All be right. a dick. Is that the number one and only rule? No, 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 oh, there's more? Oh, there's yeah. more. Okay. Turn your damn music down. Dan, you want this one? Uh, yeah, I mean, the biggest thing is... is listen to your music at reasonable levels like we all want to go enjoy the lake whether you're out there fishing kayaking whatever water skiing wakeboarding surfing anything just enjoy the enjoy your music at reasonable levels it's it's the easiest way to kind of go more under the radar just kind of be be nice yeah yeah i could see dad and son out there in their little six foot canoe or whatever getting ready to throw their first line in son i'm gonna teach you how to bash fish today and then here comes you know wally weekender yeah he's going going by at a thousand miles an hour with like some hardcore heavy metal going yeah yeah and just kicks the kid and the dad out of the boat if anybody else has ever been on the water you know that sound travels very very easily oh so that's the biggest thing yeah. that sound travels over water. I think that was one of the first things I learned when I went out with you, Dave, was that uh, how how well the the uh, music travels because I didn't know oh, that. Yeah. And you had all those speakers on your boat yeah. facing out that way, and I was right. like, "Why are all those speakers facing that way?" And, yeah. you, and you told me because you can hear it. Oh, you if can you're hear back it while you're there, riding. yeah. And you can you can listen to the music that you like to ride to, right? Yeah, right. which I thought was so cool. I had no idea how well that worked, but yeah. it works really well. Yeah, Apparently, it works, it works well. too well. Yeah, yeah. Well, it just carries. You just, I mean, hey, it's everybody wants to go out and have fun. Everybody wants to party and and have a good time. But you know, pick your times that you do it, and you know, you don't want to be blasting first thing in the morning or, you know, yeah. Any other rules that we need to know? You know, uh, the other thing is boat patterns. Some lakes you have to drive in circles, and that's the rule of the lake. But my God, when you drive a circle around a lake, you just destroyed the lake for yourself and everybody else riding out there. So try to do dog bone patterns if it's allowed on your lake, which basically means you pick two spots at the end of the lake, both ends that you're traveling on. And if you do have a mirror on your boat, if you're driving with a mirror, try to keep that spot, whether it's a tree, a house, a church, or whatever, in your mirror. When somebody falls, don't do a power turn to get back to them. Let the boat coast to a stop so the wakes are going east and west of your 
path or you know north and south if you're traveling north and south and you want your wakes you know obviously going east and west and you don't want to send waves north and south so stop the boat turn it in idle and then make a wake again going back to your person keep your path clean that's the biggest thing oh yeah, yeah. So, that. but also with that make sure that you're not doing repetitive passes down that same shoreline sure over all and day over, all or right. even for do a couple passes then go east west even if the water's bad but ev- here's the thing if you ever you're not going to get perfect water all the time so yeah. just learn how to ride in yeah, like i made you do exactly <laughs> All the time, which I was very upset with, but actually came into play very well for quite a few contests. But <laughs> right, um, it just one of those things is be mindful of those repetitive passes. Don't 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 sit there and go up and down the shoreline all day long with your music super loud. And yeah, you're just gonna what, piss people off. It, it, and it's just yeah, you're not. It's not gonna do anybody any good. So you, you know, I always like, especially you said fishermen too, and like in canoe and stuff. I always, every time I go out and ride, if I see a guy fishing where I want to ride, I go up and talk to the guy and just say, hey, man, I'm going to be training for an event and uh, I got to get a couple passes in. You know, I know that you like the calm water. I'm going to try and stay away from you and ride back and forth here. But, you know, if I'm going to be coming close every time, if I don't go talk to that guy, he's going to be pissed. He's going to be screaming and yelling, why are you so close? I'm trying to fish. Just go talk to the guy be- sure. before you ride. Don't just go out in the middle of the lane and go, hey, yeah. Yeah. I'm coming by. <laughs> Get the hell out of the way, old man. That's it. Don't do that. Don't, don't be a dick. Okay, yeah. don't be a dick. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Yeah, so just make sure. I mean, biggest thing is make sure you stay at least 200 feet away from any any object, boat, pylon, dock, shore, anything. Keep your music at reasonable levels and minimize your repetitive passes. Yeah. Perfect. Don't be. A dick. A there dick. You there you go. Man, we should come up with some sort of an acronym like dick. Like don't blah, blah, blah. I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I am. Uh, never mind. I, I, I was I was trying yeah. to go for something. Uh, you're leaving me hanging. I appreciate it. Dan okay. is correctly <laughs> kick out. <Yeah. laughs> dick. <laughs> is that it? But I think that's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah right on. Well, hey, everybody. I really appreciate you listening. And we are going to have some bonus episodes coming up. Um, we're going to get some deeper stories going and some darker stories and some of the ones that you guys are requesting. We might even tell you how the rooster came to be one day. That definitely sounds like a bonus episode. That's a bonus episode, yep. Well, this episode, again, brought to you by Doc Solutions. You can check them out, Doc Solutions, uh, on Facebook, or you can look them up on the web at docsfl.com. Great aluminum fully adjustable docks and boat lifts like to thank our guests today uh dan olson thanks again thank you bud it was uh great to be here and hope to be on again sometime soon you're gonna be on the road soon traveling a bit yeah christmas is coming up got all that stuff and then just on the road for work and traveling and all that so i may be maybe gone a couple episodes but would love to come back and definitely keep Keep this going. going. We got to keep her going. And Mikey Lee. So Mike Lee is also a comedian. Yeah, you can uh, check me out, Mike Lee Comedian, on Facebook or follow me on Instagram at Mike on the Radio. And uh, and yeah, that's it. Hey, the show now, you're number one, right? Number one, yeah, the morning radio show. And from what? I don't I don't talk about that on here. (laughs) Not allowed to. Can't mix it. It's kind of like crossing the streams. Uh, They get mad at me. You want to cross streams after (laughs) the episode? (laughs) No, I'm good. You guys have fun with that. (laughs) Thanks, everybody. See you next time. See you guys.